Hey everyone, welcome to episode 49 of the Mess Hall Podcast. This week's guest is local comedian Juan Forno. Uh, he came on the podcast. He has this awesome, awesome event coming up. Uh, it's a charity event. He talks about it at the first and the e- end of the episode. So I'll also put uh, comments in the show notes so you can find links to the event. But it sounds like it's going to be a fun event on February 21st at Yuck Yucks. It's a charity event. So make sure you check that out. And I also have an event coming up. It's a mess hall. I have two people battling it out in some very important food battles. Whether pineapple should be on pizza, whether you're a fan of the flats or the drumstick on chicken wings. I have a bunch of other topics that are going to be discussed. So if you want to be a part of that, make sure you send me an email at themesshallpodcast at gmail.com. And make sure you follow on Twitter at the mess hall Pod. And... Make sure you give me five stars on iTunes if you really like it. The Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB Financial. This week's podcast shout-out is going to the Not Yet There podcast. It's an ongoing series of short essays covering a wide range of subjects from the perspective of the second decade of the 21st century. You know, I've been listening to the last couple ones. They've been great. I can't wait to dig into some more of this podcast, so make sure you give it a listen. So today I have Juan Forno here. Welcome to the Mess Hall Podcast. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me and I'm excited to be here. Good, good. Um, so the reason I reached out to you, I saw that you had an event coming up. So mm-hmm. you want to tell me a little bit more about that event? And Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, uh, a little bit of uh, the history of where the event came from. Uh, it all started back in November. My grandma was actually one of the, or it was the lady uh, here in Calgary that was pushed unprovoked in front of a sea train. Um, she ended up suffering life-altering injuries, um, broken spine. She's in a wheelchair now for, for life. Uh, we put on a fundraiser to raise benefit money for, uh, for herself. Um, and through that whole process, uh, uh, really speaking with my family and my friends, and I, I wanted to give back, I wanted to make a difference. The lady that had pushed my grandma was high on meth. Um, and so that kind of sparked uh, my passion to, to put on another fundraiser, um, despite my stress levels. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we put it on this fundraiser uh, February 21st. Um, all the proceeds are going to ARC, uh, Alberta Adolescent Recovery Center. Um, they do a great job of helping families um, and teens, young adults, uh, get clean, get off drugs, um, and all that good stuff. And uh, we have the, uh, the very, very funny Brent Forte headlining. So Brent Forte is open for... For such acts as Chris D'Elia, Bobby Lee, he's been all over California, Arizona lately. Yeah. He's just killing it. He's one of the funniest guys in Calgary, so I'm really excited to have him. He is. I, I've seen him, I don't know how many times, at yeah. different locations. So, yeah, he's pretty... He's he's funny. He's definitely an up-and-comer in the scene. Yeah, obviously. yeah definitely at the top of the, the up-and-coming list. Yeah. And he's, he's doing great work, so we're excited to have him on the show for sure. Cool, cool. So, you talked about your grandmother... 
Um, obviously very special to you. Growing up, did she make any special meals that you really liked or anything like that? Uh, you know what? That's, you know, when I'm on that side of things, uh, she, she wasn't the best cook. <laughs> I'll be completely honest. Uh, when I'm on the other side of the family, was the bad side of the family is amazing. Okay. Um, and, and unfortunately, I didn't get on both ends, but uh, she did play a huge part in raising me, so... Yeah, you know, she had she had that going. Um, yeah, but never, never, never a cooking thing. No, you know, I never oh. got that on that end. Okay, so on your other side, what you talk about Latin food? What kind yeah. of stuff would she make? Oh man, like just the best authentic Latin food. Like I can't, I can't eat anything Spanish or Mexican in, in the city <laughs> of Calgary. Um, I haven't gone to a restaurant that even came close to comparing to whether it be tacos, burritos, soup, beans and rice. Oh man, just. You name it, if it's Spanish, it's authentic, it's, it's the best thing you've ever tasted. <laughs> yeah. um, I've often said it on this podcast, anything made by a grandmother is so good, and it's like, they put that time and love and effort into it, that exactly. just makes it extraordinary. And yeah. I, I can see the smile on your face, and like just, it must bring back some good memories, and Oh, absolutely. I feel like I'm going to have to go and make a stop over there once I'm done here now that I'm talking about it. Yeah, so what was the absolutely, like, if you were to go into her house right now and say, Grandma, can you make this for me? What would you get her to make? Oh, jeez. That's, uh, we used to tease her because we'd always have uh, rice and beans to start. Um, that never failed, and it never got old either. <laughs> okay. Um, so that was a staple. Uh, if there was one thing, I don't, I don't even know what it's called, but it's a, it's a bell pepper essentially. It's a stuffed bell pepper with cheese and chicken and and uh, homemade salsa, and it's it's to die for. <laughs> okay. That's yeah, nice. that would be that would be the go-to dish. Yeah. And, yeah. And you haven't found anything that like compares to any restaurant. Oh, not there. even close. No. Not okay. even close. That's. That's unfortunate because I, I, there's a couple restaurants that I like, like especially like um, salt and pepper. Okay, yeah. Um, I find that's really good, but again, I've never had a Latin grandmother make so, these. That's exactly so, what it is. And you know what? I have had salt and pepper, and it's it's not that I dislike uh, their food. Yeah, and it's I just like the environment, and it's just. It doesn't compare. It's not grandma's cooking. Exactly. That's right. Um, and definitely not Taco Bell. Oh, gee. <laughs> You're going to get me started now. <laughs> yeah, the whole the whole Tex-Mex thing I, I can't do. The hard tacos, you know, Latinos no. don't like hard tacos. No, I I'm a, I love the soft shell. You love the soft shell, okay. Yes. Like, I just don't get hard tacos. You take one bite, bottom cracks, all the food fall out. Like, and, then, and then you're yeah. eating salad. You know, who wants, who wants a yeah. salad? Or uncooked nachos. Or uncooked nachos. Yeah. What's what's the best place for nachos in the city? Do you think? Um, recently, I went to uh, Mission Twelve Twelve. Mission Twelve Twelve. Okay. And it's in Inglewood, and they have amazing nachos. Okay. But they're not, they're not your traditional nachos. My wife and I went, and I had nachos. Well, we split a couple, but I we had nachos with macaroni and cheese on top. Interesting. And they were delicious. Okay. And we also had jerk chicken nachos. Oh, see, I like jerk chicken. Was the, Now, would you say the jerk chicken was like authentic jerk chicken? No. No, okay. It, it was good. It was good. But it wasn't, like, made by, like, a Jamaican It wasn't Jamaican jerk chicken. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But, I'm just thinking, like, part of me is like, oh, man, macaroni on nachos sounds delicious. But that's also a very white thing to do. <laughs> oh, it is. It definitely is. 
but their nachos were really good. They weren't, I, I don't know if they made them or not, but they weren't just like out of the bag nachos. It didn't oh, okay. taste like that. Like, it is better when you fry it on the spot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And the nachos themselves were just really good as well. So, but I, I like that uniqueness of not just nachos, ground beef, Your traditional uh, toppings, yeah. cheese. Definitely not olives. I hate olives. I don't. I'm not an olive guy either. Yeah, black olives. I'm, I can't do it. I don't know why people put them on there. I don't know why people eat black olives to begin with on anything. <laughs> I agree with you. It's so it tastes like like I don't know like tires. <laughs> they, yeah, they taste like they look. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm not a big black olive fan or any olive. Any olives, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. so. Uh, yeah, they're disgusting to me. <laughs> that that brings to mind. How do you feel about so talking about authenticity of food? How do you feel about Olive Garden? Um, definitely not traditional Italian. Okay, okay. Um, it uh, like maybe the most traditional thing they have at Olive Garden is the endless breadsticks because I feel like if you go to any Italian house, the grandmother's just got to keep on. Mm. There's like in a never-ending supply of bread. Absolutely. So maybe that's the most traditional thing about and I the think Olive Garden. That's why everybody goes, is for the breadsticks, right? Yes, and the, the I like the salad, sort of. Because it's the same deal as the breadsticks, it's non-stop, right? Yeah. I believe, yeah. But I, I like the pepperoncini okay. on the salad. Yeah. And, yeah. But the pasta is just pasta. It's very mad, right? Yeah, it's... Yeah. I feel like... I, I, I don't want to have Olive Garden... <laughs> very often because it's just it's very plain yeah like they do some other stuff like steaks or whatever but it's still if I'm going to an Italian restaurant I want pasta yeah yeah. I want good pasta I want good pasta (laughs) yes and that's the thing like good pasta Mm. Um, so no Olive Garden isn't on the top of my list that that makes me happy you know in this day and age anywhere in Calgary is oh Olive Garden is the place Olive Garden is the place there's always a wait and I think, like, their big calling card is the breadsticks. I can, it definitely fucks with their breadsticks, <laughs> you know. But then, then you have the pasta, and then, you know, I think, I think eventually they're going to go out of business because their calling card is those breadsticks. And we live in such a millennial, you know, anti-gluten day and age, you can't, you can't have gluten-free breadsticks. That just doesn't work. Yeah. You know? Well, you could, but I don't know how well they would go over sounds like gluten-free pasta. It's going to be gross both yes. ways. Yes, and when you cook gluten-free pasta, if it's not good stuff, it just, like, falls apart. It does, right? It's weird it's and like, yeah. mushy. And, I'd yeah. like to say I know what you're talking about, but I've never even ventured into the... I've never taken a gluten-free pasta dish. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, and I just find it falls apart, and it's just mm. not as good. And it takes three times as long to cook, and it's just... Well, I just learned recently, gluten is to essentially hold the carbs together, right? Yeah. That's essentially what it is. Like, when you're making bread and you're mixing it, and that's what's holding it together, is that gluten. And right. You're sort of, when you're seeing if your bread's done, I always do, it's called the window test. So, you take it and you pull it apart. And if it pulls apart really easily, then the gluten isn't formed. But if you pull it apart and it sort of like stretches and makes a window that you can sort of see through, then it's ready. I like your take on gluten. So I like that you're on board with gluten. Yes. I'm learning so much. <laughs> yeah, so that's... I, I love gluten. I love bread um, mm-hmm. and good pasta. Good pasta. Um, and good pasta doesn't have to have a ton of ingredients either. No, no. A lot of traditional places, very simple. Yeah. You know, the, the sauce is key. 
in a fast the sauce is very key and then you usually only have you know one maybe two proteins and one or two vegetables it yeah. doesn't have to be this complex dish yeah um you're, you're so right like just even bake like if it's a good tomato sauce with yeah. spaghetti i like that yeah yeah it, like and that's there's not much more basic than that like even if you have pasta and one of our favorite dishes that my wife and I used to have all the time was aliolio, and I might be pronouncing okay. that wrong, but it's just like white wine, olive oil, um, some chili flakes, some uh, garlic and onions, and just that's it. It's simple. It's yeah, and it's and delicious. So good if so you can get it right. Yeah, so and good. Yeah, some bread and bruschetta on the side. Yeah, exactly. That's a good meal. That's, that's you know what, and the yeah, that's the one thing I like to tinker with is the the bruschetta with the. How you dress the tomatoes? Yeah, you know, with the pesto and the garlic and and a little bit of parsley in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fresh parsley is good. Makes all the I, difference. I don't care who you are, and you just say it's on there for garnish. If you're just using parsley for garnish, then you're using it wrong. Right. Like that freshness of fresh, right from the garden. Like if you have that opportunity, it's so oh, it's good. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I I agree with you. Like that's so good. Like this fresh. Or, Fresh herbs all around. Mm. It's just so good. Do you hear about these people with parsley where it tastes like, uh, no, maybe it's cilantro. What's the one that people cilantro. taste like soap? Yeah. So it's people. It's cilantro. Yeah. Right, we're going backwards to the Mexican food again. <laughs> yeah. Do you like cilantro? I love cilantro. You do love Okay. And what I found about cilantro, people either love it or hate it. Yeah. But there's a genetic thing with it. So. Oh, it's genetic. Yeah. And that's something that I read about recently that, um, in a lot of people's genetics if you love it or hate it. And I don't think there's any in-between with um, cilantro either. Yeah, yeah. There's one end or the other. I've never heard somebody indifferent to cilantro. Yeah, you're so right. Right. Neither have I. It's just... It's like, that's like the, uh, what's that show? Um, the nerd one. The Big Bang Theory. Either yeah. you love it or you hate it. Yeah. Cilantro, Big Bang Theory. Yeah. It, you're <laughs> so right. Hey, everyone. Just going to take a quick time out to give you this commercial break. And I know I've talked about this before, but it is an awesome program from ATB. If you want to save money and paper, go digital with ATB's new digital no-fee all-in bank account. Say goodbye to paper statements and say hello to an easier everyday banking. You'll also earn interest on higher balances. Visit atb.com to sign up today and start making banking work for you. And like I already said, find out more at atb.com slash listens. And back to the show. We talk about simple foods. Um, one of the things that I've discovered lately is pizza. And I used to love pizza with a ton of toppings on it. Okay. But now I've reduced that yeah. in two, three toppings at most. How, how do you like your pizza? Oh, man. You know what? I think it all depends on where you're ordering it from. These, these companies have gotten crazy with the unlimited toppings. Yes. And like the two for 20s or whatever they do. Uh, me personally, yeah, I'm a... You know, two proteins, two vegetables. Mm-hmm. You know, two proteins, two vegetables, and you can never go wrong with extra cheese. No, you, you can't. It's, uh, yeah, it's necessary, really. It is, it is. <laughs> so, what are your two proteins, what are your two vegetables, what, what's the go-to for you? You know, if it's, uh, if it was me just personally making it at home, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to come off uh, pretentious, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, steaks slices okay. and shrimp, nice with uh, mushrooms and green pepper. Kind of like a, kind of like a cheese steak, but with shrimp added. 
Right, I'm just gonna ask you to leave right now. Because, yeah, you're gonna. <laughs> uh, I'm yeah, not a big shrimp fan, or not a shrimp fan, uh, or a mushroom fan. Oh, jeez, uh, it's a texture thing. Okay, uh, I will gladly pick off mushrooms from my pizza. I don't mind the flavor. Okay, it's just a, it's just the texture. Yeah, but steak and mushrooms go well together. That everybody loves steaks and mushrooms. Mm-hmm. What are, so shrimp? No shrimp. Is it all seafood or just? No, it's a lot of, um, again, texture thing with me like the okay the graininess of the shrimp like kind of grosses me out same as lobster or crab and stuff like that like wow. lobster tail and shrimp are the same to me like it has a texture in it you'd make a cheap date at red lobster <laughs> get the biscuits <laughs> right just get the biscuits <laughs> pretty much yeah oh, so crazy like i'm not against people eating them i just don't it's not for me um, okay but i don't mind a good fish and chips um, and see they, man, i can't really get on board with the whole fish and chips thing i is it because you've only had crappy fish and chips, or you just don't like that? No, I think, well, I don't know. I'm, I I don't know enough to say for sure, but uh-huh. I've had West Coast fish and chips, okay. Vancouver fish and chips, Seattle fish and chips. Yeah. So I figure, like, it, that's, you know, the cod is good out there. Yeah. Um, fresh. Fresh, exactly. Fresh makes all the difference. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to seafood. Um, yeah, I've just never been a big uh, fish and chips guy. I don't like tartar. So, oh, okay. I mean, that kind of ruins it. I, I like good tartar. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Uh, I'm going to toot my own whistle, but I, I make a good tartar sauce. And okay. I it wasn't my recipe. I learned it from one of my old chefs. Cool. He was he made a really good one, and I just followed his recipe. Nice. And, yeah. What's, what would be your, like, staple dish? Like, if you were, like, any ingredient in the pantry... You know, you're trying to impress Gordon Ramsay or any of these other celebrity chefs. What would be the dish you made? I think what... One of the dishes that I really love to make would probably not impress Gordon Ramsay, but would impress, like, Guy Fieri. Okay. Because... Very different yeah. scopes of food, but I, I, I'm yeah. more on the guy side, too. Yeah, because that's the food I like. Yeah, yeah. If I really want to, I could try to impress Gordon Ramsay, but... It's not the food that I like to cook. Right. But what Guy Fieri eats, or on his show anyway, that's the type of food I make. And We're talking about these burgers that are like yeah. the weight of my leg. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice. So, one of the things that I really like to make for my family, it's called chicken coddle. So, it's okay. more like a chicken stew dish. And, you know, I, I'll get a whole chicken. I'll... Um, debone it, I'll make a stock with it, I'll cook the chicken off, and then once I have that um, stock, I'll make a gravy with that almost, and then put chicken in, put some vegetables in, a lot of fresh thyme, I like fresh thyme in there, Yeah. and then mashed potatoes, but instead just like on mashed potatoes, I put a ring of mashed potatoes around the edge of like a bowl, and then put the... A stew type... Yeah, so you can sort of dip your mashed potatoes into the stew. And then, like, a homemade biscuit with that. Nice. So. That's, yeah. And it's not the most impressive meal, but it's very flavorful. It's all about how it tastes. It's all about the taste. And and it's, like, it's a simple recipe, and it's good, and it's easy to make. So it's it's one of my favorite things. And I don't think Gordon Ramsay's going to be impressed by it. Right. But I think. Probably tell you it looks like fucking dog food. Yeah. <laughs> tell you to get the fuck out of his kitchen. Yeah, exactly. But at the end of the day, I, I'm the same way. Hey, I'll, I'll eat a pile of dog shit if it tastes good. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but like that's what I like about food. It's, mm. So like, food for me is almost that simplicity. You don't need a hundred ingredients, mm-hmm. but just need the right ingredients. Exactly, and one of the things like I find at home, I was talking to somebody, like she was saying, "Oh, I I love going out for steaks," and another cook and I were like, "Oh, I never go out for steaks because it's so easy to make at home." True, but what I want to go out for is like shawarma. Shawarma, eh? I love shawarma. We're on the shawarma fix. But I don't have all the ingredients for shawarma at home. Yeah, yeah, that's like, a tough one. So that's what I like to go out for. How do you how do you get that meat at home? Like it's on the like the rotisserie thing, right? Yeah. I, I tried to one day and it came out all right. I have a rotisserie, but not like an upright one, just yeah. a regular chicken rotisserie. So I put a whole bunch of chicken on there. Had all the toppings on the side that had people over so it was kind of cool nice so it, it wasn't the same maybe because somebody wasn't making my <laughs> shawarma <laughs> for me but I also didn't have the right pita as well like I had also, pita I think that's but you know part. how like they have the big yeah big ass like flat um, pita and then they put another one inside that's right yeah 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 that's what I like yeah yeah shawarma's so. good yeah I got a I got a, a little shawarma spot uh, close to my office during the day job. Oh, okay. And it's it's a yeah, frequent it. Nice, yeah, nice. Yeah, they know my face there. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, I I like a good shawarma. That's, that's my favorite thing lately. Shawarma, okay. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. And my family likes it, so it's easy to go. That's a win. Yeah, we don't have to argue about where we're going. Right. If, if one of the three of us say shawarma, then the other two are down for that. God. Yeah. I think that's why I'm single. Be honest with you. Did you like shawarma? Uh, well, I, no, because you can just never agree on foods. The fact that you have that, keep that. Cause <laughs> honestly, man, you know, going out for dates, you plan a date, you take it to a nice restaurant, and uh, they don't eat whatever it is they're serving. Yeah. Take them to the wrong place, or or I run into the whole gluten free thing. Yeah. And I like to go to the Italian restaurants. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, I I I guess I got off lucky that way because my wife has always been adventurous with food the same as I have been so we'll always try something new and sometimes we'll argue about well maybe not argue but grumble about what the other person <laughs> wants but yeah. at the end of the day it's it's all good so what about sushi then because you said there was there's a little bit about shrimp <laughs> but sushi is adventurous you get a lot of different dishes I tried sushi okay I'm not a huge fan not a huge fan I is it the raw fish that no, it's not the raw fish, but I'll come back to that. It's the nori that really doesn't... Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. But I've had, like, just uh, sashimi with the rice and the raw fish. And I had a really good tuna one one time. Okay. And I enjoyed it. So I had a couple pieces. I didn't have much more than that. But then a couple weeks later, I had it again. And the tuna wasn't the best. Oh, see, yeah. And it really turned me off after that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that again, going back to the fresh seafood, it makes all the difference. Yeah. Yeah. So, what about you and sushi? Do you. Yeah, you know what? The reason I bring it up, I went to a restaurant recently on 4th Street downtown, uh, right across the street from the Pine. Uh, it's called Shakunin. Okay. And uh, the, the owner and the chef there was on a, a cooking competition on Netflix. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Have you seen. Yeah. I've Master seen Cable it, but or something I. Like yeah, that? I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, yeah, and it's pretty good. I actually think he did pretty well and got pretty far. And uh, so, yeah, I went and checked it out. And uh, you know what? The best dish I had was a, it was just cabbage. 
And it was something that I never would have ordered, but the person I was with is like, hey, I want to try this cabbage. And I'm like, I think you're hot, so okay, yeah, let's try this cabbage. <laughs> and uh, it was like, it was incredible. It was, it was so good. It was nice. so different and modern, but it was highly recommended because there's plenty of dishes that are not seafood and are not your yeah. traditional. Um, I'll always find sushi. something is what I tell my wife. So. Right, there you go. Yeah, there's yeah. always got to be something. Yeah. Something on there for you. But I would try a cabbage dish. I have no problems. Yeah, it was incredible. I couldn't believe I was just eating a leaf <laughs> and, and being satisfied. You know, I've never gone to a restaurant like I had maybe just a salad for me. Like, I've never been that guy. <laughs> but yeah. uh, it was it was incredible. It was really good. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, I, I, I want, I'd like to try that. It sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. And almost just to say I was at that place that this guy was on. Right, yeah. And he, he was there when I was there. He was in the kitchen. You could see him. Oh, it's an open concept. So you can see in the kitchen. It was it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was a big fan. Yeah, I, I like the idea of open concepts. Like, I don't try to stare into the kitchen, but I like to watch what's going on. Yeah. Because just being a former chef and just like, yeah, I know what they're doing right. kind of thing. Like, they're doing all, oh, they're doing that. And, I also like the concept that, uh, like, oh, the guests can see you, so you got to be clean. you got to be doing things yeah. properly, right? Yeah, I, I never had a problem with working clean. Cause, no, 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 of course. What I always had a problem with was not shouting in an open kitchen. Ah, uh, um, yeah, yeah. And, and not yelling at somebody, but um, to get your voice across sometimes from one side of the kitchen to another, you have to shout over all the yeah. equipment and so. one of my one of my first real jobs was working in the kitchen at Earl's so okay. I, I know the beast that is the uh, yeah the line for sure yeah and it, it's yeah. it's loud it's noisy and if you have to tell somebody at the other end you have to yell over everything oh yeah with the vents and everything frying and cooking and yeah. yeah 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 that's so did you like your time at Earl's uh no <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Earl's is a unique beast in all of its own in the cooking world. Yeah, and it wasn't even so much that Earl's was the problem. Uh, I was lazy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and a cooking job is not a lazy job. No. Cooks bust their asses off. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was 18 and freshly out of high school and not ready to work like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was my first cooking job. Not at Earl's, but... 18 out of high school and just washing dishes and cooking yep. at night. And yeah. It was, uh, just fell in love with it then, so. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's good when you can find something that you enjoy, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's some, and I still enjoy it occasionally, but I don't do it as much as I used to. No, so. hey. And, then they, and that was the thing for me, too, is and I started to learn and I started to enjoy cooking, mm-hmm. but I didn't enjoy doing it as a job. You know? Yeah, I enjoy cooking at home a lot more now exactly. than I ever used to. And then you get to fucking enjoy it too, right? Yeah. Whereas I don't even see the satisfied look on a customer's face. Yeah. Let alone this amazing dish I just cooked, put up, and I don't even get the taste. Yeah. And, and cooking at home for me now is like super fun. Yeah. Getting to show my son how to cook and just like. Yeah. And even if it's something small, like I made banana bread on the weekend, and that was nice. fun. Yes. Yeah, so. Chocolate chips? I didn't put chocolate chips in it, but I did do something different. I cut bananas in half, and I put it on top of the banana loaf as well. Okay. Like, I had bananas in it, as usual, and then I poured maple syrup on top. Oh, shit. So those bananas got, like, super um, caramelized on top. Yeah, yeah. 
And yeah, it's like a sugary banana, like Oof. sweeter than. Damn, I can't bake, but I got some friends, and now they're gonna start making me yeah. some maple syrup covered. <laughs> bread, let me tell you. And that's why I didn't put chocolate chips in it because I didn't. That would be too, too much. sweet. That would yeah. be too much. But those bananas, oh, they were. Shit. I could just like make bananas like that. It'd be yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. I guess I could if I really wanted to, but I don't see why you wouldn't. Yeah, makes fruit time fun. Yeah, if only you could do that with vegetables. You could, but... <laughs> can, we, can we figure out a maple syrup vegetable concoction? Oh, um, maple syrup and uh, Brussels sprouts. Oh, okay. Um, cut your Brussels sprouts in half, a little bit of olive oil, bake them towards the end, just a little drizzle of... You're changing um, my life right now. Yeah. You are changing my life. So a little bit of maple syrup, and put it back in the oven, just to finish off, get, get the uh, maple syrup a little bit baked into those... Uh, Brussels sprouts. Nice. Finally, a good recipe for Brussels sprouts. My parents always bitched that I wouldn't eat my Brussels sprouts. They just had to put a little maple syrup on it. Yeah. I can go back to them and tell them. Right? And I'm going to. <laughs> they had no problem with me putting as much syrup as I wanted on waffles. Why the hell can I put them on the Brussels sprouts? Yeah. And you don't need a lot. You just need a, just a little just light drizzle. There you go. Yeah. I might have second helpings if it's got maple <laughs> syrup on it. Yeah, but... I don't know if you would want to put maple syrup on all vegetables, but that's one that goes well together. The one that's sticking in my mind is maple syrup and broccoli, and I just don't... No. I don't think that's going to work. But maple syrup and carrots are really good together okay. as well. Well, yeah, because like caramelized carrots Yeah. with uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's always a thing, but yeah, maple syrup on carrots, I can see that. Yeah, so that's always good. Um, that's something we do here at home. Just, um, I like to blanch my carrots a little bit, just give them a little bit soft. A little maple syrup, finish them in the oven. Jeez. Yeah. If you're ever looking for a cooking <laughs> job, like a personal cooking job, I can pay you in like high fives <laughs> and like mediocre puns. <laughs> Those are two of my favorite things. I love a good high five and I love puns. Perfect. I'll even cover the grocery list. <laughs> Mad high fives and grocery puns. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> but I'm going to wrap it up there. That was awesome. I love talking food. So again... You promote that event. Um, yeah, February 21st at Yuck Yucks. Uh, tickets are on sale, but they're going fast. Uh, it's going to be a great event. We have some special guests. I'm contractually not allowed to say who they are yet until they're signed on the dotted line. <laughs> uh, but there are going to be some very special guests there. Uh, we have a hilarious lineup. I believe there's six comedians total. Um, all people that have just been absolutely crushing it. Um, and then our headliner, Brett Forte, one of the funniest guys in, in Western Canada, if not all of Canada. Yeah. Uh, who's been absolutely tearing tearing it up. Um, he's working on his visa to get down south in the States and, and really make a go of it. So it's going to be... Uh, I, I don't want him to because I like him. <laughs> you like him? I'm sure he'll be always home because he can make a ton of money yeah. here. Well, ton of money in comedy. Comedy, ton of money. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a great show. Uh, 7.30, February 21st at Yuck Yucks. Tickets are on sale on Facebook and Eventbrite. Uh, add me on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Juan Forno, um, and I'll send you the link personally. Um, and it's it's going to be a great night. Cool, cool. And I'll make sure I put all that in the show notes. So That's perfect. Um, click below if you can see me pointing below all this. So <laughs> Yeah, so again, thanks for coming on. This is awesome. Hey, thanks for having me. That was a lot of fun.